0: Thank you for joining us for a Dwelling Place Lithia podcast. We hope this message will help you find your identity in Christ and create growth in your life. We hope you enjoy this message. 26 years ago, me and Michelle were at my parents' house. We were dating at that time, or courting. And... Uh, we just went to bed now the house that we lived in or my parents lived in we had the river on the back side of the house and a mountain on the front side of the house so when a storm comes up it comes up really bad really strong and it will shake the house and so we we've been in went to bed went to sleep Shells in her room down, down on the first floor, and she's right across from Granny. She's near my parents, and I'm up on the second floor in this big room, and it was one of those storms. It shook the house, very violent, and it just come, and it just kept on shaking the house. And Michelle ran up stairs, and she says, I'm scared. So I held her. Didn't know what to say, didn't know what to do at that moment in time. So I sung a song. You don't want to hear me sing, I promise you. <laughs> But I sung Jesus Loves Me to her. And peace just came upon her, and she, she was able to rest and relax for while that storm was still going on. And that's when she says that, that's when she knew that she was supposed to marry me, is when I sung Jesus Loves You. But it wasn't me. It was God, because I knew that she was scared. I knew she was going through some things, and I was too, but we called on God. We called on Jesus for the peace to come in. And I was reading in Mark chapter 6, We're going to go to verse 45. I'm using the New Living Translation. It says, immediately after this, wait. So, the word immediately comes about what happened before. And you find out, if you look in it, they just fed the 5,000. So, immediately before They just fed the 5,000. Jesus just fed them and said, Here, I'm breaking the bread. I'm passing out the fish. You give it to the people. But verse 45 says, Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethsaida. While he sent the people home, after telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, and Jesus was alone on land. Look at verses 48, it says this He saw that they were in serious trouble. Jesus saw it, Jesus knew what they were going through. Rowing hard and struggling against the wind and the waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them walking on the water. He intended to go past them. But when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking he was a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Then he climbed into the boat. And the wind stopped. There were to, they were totally amazed, for they still, listen to this verse, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. After the, they had crossed the lake, they landed in Gershnet. They brought the boat to shore and climbed out. The people recognized Jesus at once, and they ran throughout the whole area, carrying sick people on mats to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he went, in villages, cities, or the courtside, they brought the sick out to the marketplace. They begged him to let the sick touch at least the fringe of his robe, and all who touched him were healed. There's times I wonder why God, I I speak on the storm a lot, (laughs) but it's because I think we don't understand sometimes we're in a storm. Sometimes we're still rowing. We're thinking we're we're making progress. We're over here and we're rowing and we're rowing and we're rowing. But we're still stuck where we're at because we haven't made it anywhere. The winds have come up, the waves have come up, and we're still rowing. But it said Jesus saw, He looked, He saw that they were in trouble. I wrote this down. Tell me people who read books a lot. I try not to read novels too much. But if you have a book, somewhere, somehow, there's the storm in the midst of the book, of the story. There's something going to happen. Don't know what, but something's going to happen. So what about us? All of us has got a story. All of us are living a story in our lives. So let me say something. There's storms coming. You may be in the middle of a storm at this moment in time. You may be going through something at this time. Jesus sees you. He's right there. I also put this. Every storm has a purpose. Every storm has a purpose. My wife, <laughs> we have a tree near our house, and we can't get to the dead limbs up in the house, up on the tree because it's too far up with with a pole saw, or anything, and it's close to a a power line. Uh, I tried to cut some stuff out one time, and my father-in-law's out there, and he goes. You're too close. You're too close. Don't get that close. Stop. (laughs) So, my wife has always told me, when a storm comes, if it's bad enough, it's going to take out the dead. There's been a branch we've been looking at for years. We're thinking... We'll never get up there and be able to get it. I mean, it's too far up and things like that. And Michelle says, there's going to be a storm one day. It's going to come. It's going to clean it out. So I think I was at work that day. And the storm came. And it knocked that limb down. So I got home and It was there, and we we were having to move it. And she says, I told you, God's cleaning it up for a reason. He's getting it ready. He's getting it prepared because there's a new season going to happen. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Isaiah 43. want to say you have to go through some stuff to be able to trust in what God is doing. And you have to look through at the storm for the story. I'll I'll talk about that in a second. Hold on. I'm getting too far ahead of me. (laughs) Verse 2 says this. When you go through deep waters I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. And I'm going to stop right there. I ask the question all the time with God. I think God gets mad at me sometimes because when I ask the question, why do we have to go through the storms? And He's telling me, you got to learn something. He's telling me, you got to trust me. Even what Jeremy was saying just a few minutes ago, we got to have faith. Have you looked at this story in Mark? And then we're going to jump to Matthew now. Matthew 14. There's a difference in these two stories. It's feeding 5,000 just after that, Jesus walking on the water. But we get to the part when the disciples saw this is... Verse 25 of Matthew 14. This is about three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified in their fear. They cried out, It's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once, Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then there's something different here. It says this Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, Tell me to come to you, walking on the water. Jesus said, yes, come. So Peter went out the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong winds and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. And I'll read verse 31 in just a second. Many times when we're going through storms in our life, many times when we're having those situations in our life, we want to be just like Peter. If it's you, God, let me walk on the water. Let me step out. Let me make sure it's you. God, I'm hurting right now. I'm going through some situations in my life. Why is this? Why do I have to hurt? Because it's life. I'm going through some financial situations. Why am I going through this, God? I don't know. And we start asking God a lot of questions. Same as what Peter does. And he steps out of the boat. He's facing his fears. He's facing everything that's come his way. And he's looking straight at Jesus, and he's walking. But like what Jeremy just said a little minute ago, we let the TV we let words that's out there speaking to us get our attention and what happens we start sinking just like peter we start sinking because we're doubting what's happening around us why Are my kids going to have to go through the things that they're going through? I want to be that man. I want to be that person who doesn't have to let them go through those situations. I can remember, and yes, this is 37 years ago. So a long time ago to some people. I remember going to an airport, sitting with my mom and dad and talking to them. Mom and dad says, I want you to have fun. Enjoy your cousins. You're not going with me? Nope. Not going with you. You're getting on a plane by yourself. I was 12 years old. Get on the plane. Stewardess comes up, okay. Puts a name tag on me, puts who I'm going to be, who's going to be picking me up. Uh, let me ask you something. Do you think you'd do that today with kids today at the airport? Nope. Mm-mm. Not happening. But I got on this plane, I sat down on the front row stewardess says, if you need anything, just press this button right here. I'll be right to you. Okay? Well, I'm a little kid. Just had about two Cokes on the plane. It's time to use the restroom. I go and say, where's the restroom? They showed me. Well, here I am, and I'm going to show you. I'm using the restroom, and all of a sudden, turbulence. I'm 12 years old. No, I didn't ask for God to help me. I grabbed on the side of the the sink and go, Mom! My mom wasn't there. She wasn't going to help me. But I had someone knock at the door and go, Are you okay? No, no, no. And they're like, are you okay? No, I think y'all dropped the floor out from underneath me and I'm about to fall through. But that taught me something. I'm thinking about it 37 years later. Who are the people that's important to you? Because those people help you walk through what you're going through. What you've got to face, they're going to be there for you. Because God's put them with you. And yes, you have to go through situations in life. And yes, it's hard. But because of them, you can face your fears. Because what it says next is Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith. Can I tell you something? I don't know about you. If he had so little faith and he still walked on the water, what are we doing? Where's our faith at? He said he had little faith. He stepped out of the boat. He started facing the fears. But I want you to do something with me. Instead of looking around and trying to face those fears, close your eyes. Right now, close your eyes. With the eyes closed, do you have to see what's coming towards you? Is the wind blowing? Because you can take yourself to the place where peace be still. And then you can hear God's voice. You can hear him speak to you and not allow the world and the fears and the things that's trying to distract you and harm you to say, Hey, you're not going to make it. You are going to make it because I'm right here with you every step of the way. The storms make you realize you're not in control. Are you in control? You think you are sometimes, but you're not. I can remember a time. I was on a pontoon boat. We're going down the river. I got 10, 15 people on the boat. And a storm comes up. And all of a sudden, lightning goes and hits the water near us. And there was one gentleman. Turn around, turn around, turn around. We got to go, we got to go. Buddy, I don't know if you know this, but um, we're still going to get wet. I'm turning around, but we're still going to get wet. That motor on the back end ain't going to get us but about 10 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour. I'm sorry. you know. And he's worried to death. The lightning's going to kill me. The lightning's going to strike me. My mom got tired of it and said, just crawl under the table right here. And he does. And I'm like, dude, do you not understand this is all aluminum? You're hugging an aluminum pole right now. (laughs) And he gets off the boat and he looks at me and he says, why were you so calm? Because I'm the one who was driving. All I could say is I got God on my side. That's all I can tell you. But this was an older gentleman. This was a man who had dignity. This was a professor in college. And it's like, I was freaking out. You wasn't. I know who my maker is. I know who God is. Even in a storm, we need to know who that person is. Storms give way to new Revelation. The storm is revealing what you need. I'm about to close. It reveals to us if we have much faith or not. It reveals to us our character or not. I know about me. I've been in many different churches and I've pounded a altar. Why me, God? Why me? And every time I did that, God would say, Because you're my son and I'm helping you. But I still have the problem in front of me. It's okay. When you get past that problem, there's a miracle on the other side. You may be squinched in between the miracle that just happened. Think about this. Because it's said in that scripture In mark that their hearts were hardened because they didn't understand the miracle of the loaves. Sometimes we may not understand the miracle that happened a month ago, a year ago, two years ago. But you're right now in a storm and you don't see a way out but God says, I've got you. Step out of the boat if you want to. Walk with me. Don't look at the winds. Don't look at the waves. Don't look at anything, but pay attention to me. And we're just like Peter. Hey, look at that wave. We we're going under. And he's saying the same thing. Oh, you have little faith. You didn't pay attention to the miracle I already gave you once. But there's another miracle coming. There's something about to happen. I know there's a lot of people, and I can raise my hand going through some storms right now. But I feel like God wants me to tell you There's a new revelation for you. There's a new thing that you're going to see. And it's going to help you to hold on to God even more. So just hold on. Just hold on. We hope you enjoyed this message. If so, please share it. If you'd like to partner with us, you can do so at dwellingplacelithia.org forward slash donate. We'll see you next week and may God bless you and your family.